Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restored Mind Podcast. My name is Caroline and I'm so happy that you're here today with me, my friend. I hope that you're having a fantastic week so far. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so happy that you are on board and I'm so thankful and I feel so blessed that you're tuning into an episode of the Restored Mind Podcast. Here we talk about mindset transformations from a faith-led perspective. So what inspired today's episode is the number one question I get asked a lot, especially when it pertains to my fitness journey. Just a little backstory here. For those of you who don't know me in real life, I did not have a consistent fitness journey. It wasn't until recently where I actually made it a part of my life and the lifestyle that I live. And as I started documenting my journey, that's when I started getting a lot of questions about how I stay so consistent in my journey. And I will go ahead and tell you right now that it is not an easy thing to do when you are trying to build discipline muscles or be consistent in any type of journey that you're on. But today I'm diving into how to stay consistent when you're not feeling motivated, when you're traveling or on vacation, during the holidays, and for my ladies, when you're on your cycle. So if any of this sounds like it can help you in your journey, then I'm glad that you're here. We're diving into all of that today. So I invite you to come along and take a listen on how I stay consistent when. All right, so how to stay consistent when you're not feeling motivated. Motivation is wavering. So don't even rely on motivations. And I know it sounds a little bit weird because the reason why we wanted to do something in the first place is because we were motivated or inspired by something. I actually have a podcast episode on motivation versus discipline in episode six. So if this is something that you feel like you need more insight or for me to go in depth in, I've already done that for you. It's in episode six titled motivation versus discipline. But motivation, like I said, is wavering. It comes and it goes. Think about the waves of the ocean. It's a positive energy that we get when we have something to look forward to. And the reason why is because we have a vision of what we would like to achieve or what we want. And the vision that we have is usually the end result or what we think is the end result. So it's something that we've already pictured up before we have even put in the work to get us to where we want to be. When motivation leaves us, we begin to make excuses or find something else to do instead of what needs to be done. So what happens when we're not feeling motivated? We make up excuses or find something else to do instead of doing what needs to be done. There's a difference between being busy to stay busy or being busy to be productive. If you're busy to stay busy, you're finding 
things to keep you occupied, but it doesn't have any real significant meaning towards the purpose of your goal. So for example, finding a distraction to keep you away from doing what needs to be done. I spoke about this example in a few episodes ago, but it was about me wanting to go to Target after I took my daughter to her gymnastics class because I was trying to ignore the fact that I've already scheduled a workout for myself after we've gotten back home from gymnastics. And thankfully during her class, I realized that I was trying to make up an excuse to not stay focused on what I needed to do and was just trying to find something to distract me so that I can eventually tell myself that I don't have enough time to complete the task that I've already set for myself. Being busy to be productive is you taking on tasks to work towards something meaningful. It's usually when we set a time or we schedule it into our day. So if you say you're going to work out at 10 a.m., guess what you're doing? You're working out at 10 a.m. And that workout of itself is you being productive. You're busy, but you're productive because you're aligning yourself with the goals that you had for yourself. So I hope that makes sense. When motivation leaves us, we also begin to have a negative mindset. If you really think about it, if you've ever been on any type of journey, when we lose motivation, we start to lose momentum and then we kind of go back into having a negative mindset. I've been guilty of everything that I'm about to talk about today, so I'm just speaking from experience. But having a negative mindset are when we start to think that it's impossible. The vision that we have starts to get blurry and we don't really see ourselves getting to that particular point in our journey because we feel like it's impossible. So we either revert back to our old habits or we start to think about all of the things that we haven't gotten right. But I encourage you to do this. Think about the times where something seemed impossible and God still showed up. For me, when I think about how God has showed up. There's a story in the Bible about how Jesus feeds the 5,000. His disciples were so focused that the two fishes and seven loaves of bread would not be enough to feed the thousands of people that's come to listen to Jesus. And yet, they still were able to provide. And there was leftovers at the end of all that. In Luke 1, verse 37, it says, For nothing will be impossible with God. This is the angel Gabriel for telling Mary about Jesus' birth and also lets her know that her relative, Elizabeth, is also having a baby that we now know as John the Baptist. For nothing will be impossible with God. When we start to have a negative mindset of it's impossible, we are living into our own flesh and our own mind. So it's important that we take a step back and find our comfort and our peace and then rest in scripture. Because that's going to bring us back to being able to continue on with the journey without having a negative mindset that whatever it is that you want is impossible. Because with God, nothing is impossible. So the question is, what do you do when you're not feeling motivated? And the one thing that's helped me the most, and I hope that it helps you too, is that you have to learn to not rely on motivation. Instead, build discipline. Discipline matters, especially when you're on a journey that does not particularly have an end date. If you're wanting to step into something and make it a lifestyle, it's going to be with you the rest of your days. 
So get out of the mindset that you have to rely on motivation to continue something. The reality is that you need to build discipline. I talked about this in episode six, motivation versus discipline. Just remember that you have a choice to trust the process when things get hard. You get to trust the process or you decide to call it quits and start something else. And last week, I actually spoke about how when we start to feel like we're failing at something, we don't continue with it because we pick up something else. And the reason why is that we don't like our names to be associated with failure. But failure is where you grow the most. And then when you finally get your win, that's when the celebration or the like aha moment that I did it comes into play. The reward from you overcoming your failures is so much greater than if you went all the way through without any struggles. It's so much greater. It's so much more satisfying to receive that win. But you have a choice to trust the process or to not trust the process. I had a revelation not too long ago. It's this. If you give in to your excuses and you don't show up, you're going to miss out on what God has for you. You're going to miss out on the blessings. So don't give in to your excuses and receive the blessings that God is going to give you because it's there. It's there. He wants you to thrive. He wants you to win for his kingdom, for the goodness of his kingdom. He's got you. Nothing is impossible with God. So the next topic I have is how to stay consistent when you're traveling or on vacation. I'm going to kick this off by saying that you have to extend yourself grace. The kind of grace that you give your kids, your husband, your loved ones when something doesn't go the way that you've planned or they say something to hurt you, the kind of grace you extend to them, you need to extend to yourself because you have to know that your normal routine will look a little different. So don't go on your vacation expecting that you're going to be on top of your routine that you've built for yourself and you're going to be 100% all the way. Allow yourself the grace to enjoy and be present on your vacation. Acknowledging this actually sets the stage for the mental expectation of what is to come, right? So for example, going on vacation and knowing that your movements are going to look a little different or that your meals are going to look a little different and being okay with that curates a stress-free vacation. But on the flip side, if you go on your vacation with the expectation that you're going to be on top of your nutrition, you're going to be on top of your workouts and your movements, you're going to be a little stressed. We have to be realistic. And the expectation is that you're going to want to enjoy the vacation with your friends or your family, whoever you're going away with. So set a realistic expectation. When you acknowledge that you're going to be out of your routine, Going into vacation is going to be so much more relaxing. Extend yourself that grace. But there are things that you can control as well. You can focus on that. You can focus on the things that you can control. Like drinking your water, staying hydrated, going for walks, or opting for a healthier option when it comes to food, if that's available. Some of you know I am working with a coach who is sponsored by First Form. Her name is Coach Bailey. And she has said something to me that stuck with me and it made my vacation so much more enjoyable. She says, girl, don't even worry about the macros. Memories over macro. Make the memories and don't worry about the macros because the people that you're with are not going to remember what you ate. 
They're going to remember if you were present with them or not during this vacation time, making memories because that is something that you cannot ever bring back. Once that time passes, you cannot get it back. So be present and don't worry about being on top of your routine. Don't be too hard on yourself. Extend yourself that grace. Think about all the positive things that are going to be happening on this vacation. You're going to be enjoying good company. And the thing is that even though you are on vacation, you can still at least control what you can or at least build a routine around your vacation if you feel like you need to get some movement in. Wake up earlier than your family or your friends and go for a walk or jog. Maybe even do like a light bodyweight workout to get yourself up and moving during the day. Because let's face it, your family or your friends are not going to be getting up between the hours of 5 and 6 to start their day. They're probably going to be sleeping, especially if they don't live that same lifestyle as you. So use that time. Get up and use that time. And this is something that I've realized in the three years that I've been on this journey of mine. It's this. If most of your days throughout the year are aligned with your goals, you're going to make progress regardless of what happens in between the 365 days of the year. You're going to head in the right direction. You're going to head into the direction that you want to go on. It's when it's the opposite. When most of your days are not aligning with your goals is when you either don't see a huge change or you start to regress in the progress that you've made. How to stay consistent during the holidays. So the holidays are where there's a lot of eating going on, a lot of festivities, especially from November through January. During the last months of the year is when a lot of people start to back away from their routine because it's the holidays and I get it. There's so much festivities going on. So much food is involved. A lot of events are being planned and everyone's gathering and having a great time, which is great. You know, you want to enjoy and be present with the people that you care about the most. But also, you don't have to stress about the holidays. I'm going to use Thanksgiving as an example because there's so much food involved around Thanksgiving time. But the truth is that Thanksgiving is one day out of the month. Everything else is surrounding the idea of Thanksgiving. If you have an event planned for every Saturday of the month of November, that still leaves you with the rest of the week to stay on track. So say that you had an event to go through around lunchtime. That still leaves you with the morning to do what you need to do to get your movements in. So it could be working out. It could be going for a walk. And then after all of that is done, you still have plenty of time during the rest of your day to enjoy being in the presence of your friends or your family. My point in saying all of this is that while the holidays seem like they're being celebrated all month long, it is just the one day. And yes, you can still enjoy the foods that are being put out on the table. Whatever it is that you love eating, enjoy that food. Memories over macros, but also know that you don't have to overeat, especially around Thanksgiving time. You don't have to eat as much as everyone else is eating. And I know that it can be tempting to go back for more macaroni and cheese if that's your thing or more cake. That's my thing. It's so tempting to go back and eat more of what you love which is fine, but if you're going to do that, then extend yourself the grace not to punish yourself later. Don't say that, oh, I have to go run off this piece of cake that I ate. No, enjoy the cake. Enjoy the macaroni and cheese. 
Enjoy what you love to eat. Don't punish yourself for it. Just get back on track the next day. Extend yourself that grace. I've been repeating that a lot this episode because a lot of us, especially when we're new in our journey, we tend to be so hard on ourselves because we want the end results that we've envisioned in our mind so bad that when we have a hiccup in our journey or when something isn't going the way that we want it to go, we start to become very hard on ourselves. The point of the journey that you're on is so that it brings you peace. It shouldn't be bringing you any anxiety. And if it is, then you have to go back and look at why it is bringing you anxiety. My fitness journey used to make me feel like I was not doing something right because I wasn't reaching my goals. And it gave me a lot of doubt. I had a lot of doubt in my journey because I felt like I wasn't doing something right, but I was doing everything that I thought was right. And it wasn't until I took a step back and reevaluated my intention towards my journey, that's when things started to change. Because all of a sudden I realized that I wasn't working out for me. I was working out to gain approval from others. I'm going to tell you right now, that is not the greatest idea because there's so much anxiety built around that. You know, you don't want to disappoint people. But during the holidays, some of the things that you can do to stay on track is to get your movement in during the hours before the event. Because you already know that during and after the event, you're not going to want to do anything. Just get real with yourself. Be honest because I know that that is me. You do not have to eat everything that's put out on the table, right? You don't have to go and eat a big portion of macaroni and cheese or have two slices of cake. You can eat the one slice of cake. And if you want more later, that's fine. Help yourself to it. But you don't have to eat everything all at once and you don't have to have a big portion of any food that you eat. Also, keep your body hydrated. Your body needs to stay hydrated so it can flush out all the toxins, especially if you're going to be drinking alcohol. And then finally, I get asked a lot, how do you stay so consistent, especially when you're on your cycle? And I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now and be honest with you that it's so hard to be consistent when I'm on my cycle. The reason why is because my body feels fatigued. I feel like I have less energy sometimes. And lifting weights doesn't always sound fun, especially when I'm about to be on my cycle or that I am on my cycle. So the one thing that I have to say, and this is not proven by any scientific fact or whatever, it's just solely based off of my experience, it's to listen to your body. Listen to your body. See, most of us, most people work out to feel good and to better their health and their wellness lifestyle. They're not working out to be a bodybuilder or they're not an athlete, most of us anyway. So we don't always have to train insane. We really don't. The results are going to come with time and one workout with lighter weights or two workouts with lighter weights is not going to ruin your results. You're still going to see progress over time because you're still moving your body. You're still doing something and something is better than nothing. Christ has set us free. Galatians 5.1 says, For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. My friend, do not let the chains of laziness take you down. Build that discipline muscle. And I'm going to stop right here and tell you to rebuke the lies that the enemy is whispering to you right now. Right now. That... Your imperfect actions in your journey is you being lazy because that is not true. That is far from the truth. You already know what lazy looks like. 
it looks like this. It looks like you're not even trying. You're not giving in any effort. But your imperfect actions is a part of life. So when you come off track because you're traveling, when you're feeling a little less motivated, when you're on your cycle, all of those things are factors of life. If you still put intentional effort into your goals or your journey, whatever it is, that is not you being lazy. You're still going to see progress. Do not let the enemy take that away from you. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And this is at the heart of the podcast. You can do hard things, not just physically, but mentally as well. Being consistent is hard because we aren't always motivated. That's just a fact. We're not always motivated. When we learn to build discipline muscles, though, that is when the game changes for us. Discipline takes us a long way in any journey that we are on. It's not always easy. We don't always want to show up, but my friend... You can do hard things. Hey, thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.